With the second quarter of the season in the books, it's time to grade the Buffalo Bills performance to this point today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? Uh, it's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. I want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, folks, believe it or not, the Bills have played another four games. And it's time to evaluate. We did this after the first four games, right? The first quarter report card. This is the second quarter report card. And so we're going to look at all the same areas that we considered last time and update it and see where the bills are growing, see where the bills are not growing, give them some new grades, and just kind of check in on where this team is through now two quarters of the season. We're basically halfway done with the regular season. And so. There's going to be a lot of data in this podcast, so buckle up. A lot of numbers coming your way, and um, hopefully by the end of this, we can have a really good picture of what this team is telling us that they are to this point. And so this quarter, the Bills went 2-2, two 3-1 and two, three and one in the first quarter, 2-2 two and two in the second quarter, 25-20 loss to the Jaguars, 14-9 win over the Giants, 25-29 loss to the Patriots, and a 24-18 win over the Bucks. I thought this was probably a three and one stretch and it wound up being a two and two stretch. And so we're going to get into this data again. I'm going to grade things. And so my grading scale is A, B, C, D, F. A is performing at an elite level. B is performing above average. C is average. D is below average. And F is a fatal flaw. And so if something gets an F, that means it's probably going to be prohibitive to you being a successful football operation. So let's get into it. We'll start with the offense, the Bills offense. And let me tell you this, the numbers that I'm going to give you are cumulative. And so when I say this is what it was in quarter one, and this is what it was in quarter two, I mean, this is where it is through quarter one. This is where it's at through quarter two. So for example, points per game, the Bills through the first quarter, were scoring 34.8 points per game through quarter two. They're down to 27.8. That's not just those four games. It's where they're at through that checkpoint in the season. So the Bills scoring down a fair amount, right? Down 25%. Their yards per game on offense from 391 in the first quarter down to 377. So a subtraction there of 3.7% reduction. So they're scoring less points. They're getting less yards. Now let's focus in particularly on the passing offense. Then we'll get to run offense, pass D, run D situational and special teams. Passing offense, the Bills are averaging 263 passing yards per game. 
which is actually better than quarter one. It was 253. Net yards per passing attempt, 7.1 through quarter two. Quarter one, it was at seven, so very close. The sack percentage is down. The Bills are only getting sacked 4% of the time. It was 6.3% through quarter one. Pressure percentage, that means how often Josh Allen is facing pressure, 34.3% in quarter two, 30.7% in quarter one, so slightly up but not concerning. Yards after catch per completion, this is coming down. After the first quarter, it was at 5.2. After the second quarter, it's 4.6, so a decrease of 13% there. Yards after catch percentage, so what percentage of Josh Allen's passing yards are are yards after catch? Through quarter one, it was 51.6. Through quarter two, it's 45.7, so another 13% drop off there. And something that has maintained a very solid number is the drop rate. The Bills... Through quarter one, only dropped 1.5% of passes. Through quarter two, it's 1.7. So the Bills are doing a good job of catching the football when it's thrown to them. Now let's focus in on Josh Allen numbers in particular, and then I'll kind of come in here with some analysis. Josh Allen's completion percentage, 71.7%. That still leads the NFL. It is down from 74.8 where it was after the first quarter, but still outstanding, best in the league. He's averaging 271 passing yards per game. That's up from 262. His touchdown percentage is at 5.9%. It was at 6.7 through Q1. Passer rating, 101.5. It was 106.7 after the first quarter. Interception percentage, 2.8%. In the first quarter, it was 3%. Passer rating under pressure, this has come down. So through quarter one, it was 97.3. It's down to 79. So Josh Josh has had a few moments under pressure where uh, it hasn't been good. Some interceptions that counted against him. And so that's an area where you see a 23% dip. His completion percentage under pressure also down 61.3 through Q1, 52% Q2. Play action percentage. This is something that has come up to my delight. It was at 23% after Q1. It's at 27% after Q2. His play action uh, passer rating is down, and that's because it has to be down. It was a perfect 158.3 through the first quarter. It's down to 124.6. Screen percentage, 9.2% through Q1. It's down 2% to 7.2. Yards per attempt on screen, 3.9 through the first quarter. 4.2 is where it stands now. Josh Allen is throwing deep, which means throws 20-plus yards down the field. Uh, was 11.1 through Q1, 12.5% through Q2. His passer rating on deep throws, 87.36 after quarter one and 76.3 after quarter two. So definitely some room to improve there. Time to throw, nearly identical, 2.91 to 2.9. His average depth of target, 7.8 through quarter one and 8.7 through quarter two. And so a lot of data there. Let's kind of talk about it. Let's talk about the things that stand out. Um, And I want to talk about what's going well. and. I think what's going well is play action. It's still very effective, and I'm I'm happy to see that uptick a little bit. Stefan Diggs, that's still working out. Josh Allen throwing the football to Stefan Diggs is still very good. I think Steph is in the top five of the league in receiving yards. Pass protection remains excellent, right? I mean, Josh Allen, one of the least sack quarterbacks in the league, bottom of the league in terms of percentage of passing attempts that have pressure. And so the pass protection has been really good. The Bills are still doing a good job of not dropping passes. And I know that you're thinking all about Dawson Knox's drops, but in totality, they're they're very consistent with catching the football. 
And I think you've seen this nice uptick, at least through the last two games of the second quarter in Dalton Kincaid and Khalil Shakir really emerging for this passing offense and something that I'm hopeful to see really sustain itself throughout the rest of the season. And so a lot of that adds up with what I said after the first quarter. After the first quarter, I was saying what was going well was play action, Stefan Diggs, pass protection, yards after catch, the scheme, efficiency, and not dropping passes. Now, where I think things can be better right now as I evaluate this Bills passing offense, well, I think interception luck is critical. And I talked about that on the podcast yesterday where Josh Allen has thrown the most interceptions in the league or something like that, right? It's close to the top, but his turnover-worthy play percentage is very low. It's it's top five, or it's fourth lowest in the entire NFL. And, you know, you look at these the volume of interceptions that Josh has thrown, and, I mean, some guys made some crazy good plays in the ball. And every interceptable pass has been intercepted, basically, including some bad luck there. And so hopefully Josh can get some interception luck. I think getting the running backs more involved would be good. Um, there's certainly some flashy moments from both Latavius Murray and James Cook, but I, I think you look at some of the opportunities, especially studying the tape, and I think you can do more to get those guys going in your passing game. I'm not saying the screen game. The Bills are a bad screen team. I'm not going to ask them to do things that they're bad at just so that they can do it, and sometimes you're going to get a good play because it feels easy. It's not. Uh, but I think you can get them going on some swing passes, on some Texas routes, traditional routes. I think there's more opportunity there. And even your vertical passing game, I don't think that's quite been amazing to this point. There's been some moments down the field, uh, but I think the Bills certainly have some meat on the bone here uh, to be a more effective, deep throwing team. I'm not asking for necessarily more deep attempts, but better efficiency when you do push the ball down the field and let's get some better results on those passes. And so after the first quarter, I gave the Bills passing offense a B plus. I am going to bring it down a little bit. I think it's down to a B, um, but certainly some encouraging aspects here with what we've seen from Dalton Kincaid, what we've seen from Khalil Shakir, and uh, what that can mean for the passing offense moving forward. So it's still, I think, an above-average NFL passing offense, but um, I think there's some some areas where it can improve that you know can really take it from good to great, if that makes sense. Although I think Josh Allen's having an amazing season, right? I, I talked about that yesterday, probably the best season of his career to this point. Um, but based on the way I think this passing offense should be humming, I think there's some meat on the bone for sure. All right, we got a whole lot more to evaluate here. Stick with me, but I got to tell you about DoorDash, folks. I'm obsessed with DoorDash. The convenience is simply unmatched, especially in my busy life. In fact, I was just in the Lockdown Bills Discord channel I showed a screenshot of all my recent orders, and uh, people see uh, people see that I'm getting food from the Smoke Pit, uh, my favorite barbecue joint right down the street. Another favorite local restaurant of mine is El Vallarta. I think they have the best uh, Mexican food around. I love Afton Tavern right down the street. So many great local restaurants that they'll drop the food off right at my front door with DoorDash. They even will bring you groceries. The consistency is outstanding. They bring me food. They bring me groceries, just like I picked it out for myself. And look, we're all busy, right? We're all busy. So let DoorDash handle things for you. Stop worrying about what's for dinner. Stop worrying about what you're going to snack on. Stop worrying about when you're going to find time to get to the grocery store and let DoorDash handle that for you. Got a deal here. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. Don't forget to use code 
LOCK23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. All right, let's get into this Buffalo Bills rushing offense. And there's some good things with the Bills rushing offense, but you think of this quarter, and I can't help but forget about only having 29 rushing yards against Jacksonville. That was a big low light in the quarter. That certainly affects a lot of the data that we're going to look into. Uh, So let's look at the data, and then we'll analyze it. Uh, Yards per game, the Bills quarter one, 138 through quarter two, down to 113, so a 22% drop there. Yards per carry, 4.6 through Q1, 4.3 through Q2, so pretty similar. Missed tackles forced per attempt, 0.17 Q1, 0.14 Q2, so that was bad and it got worse. Stuff percentage, which is basically how often you have a bad run, an unproductive run, 36.9% quarter one, 38.1% quarter two, so pretty similar there. Yards after contact per attempt, 2.5 through quarter one, 2.24 through quarter two. Yards before contact, 1.5 through Q1, 1.53 through Q2. And so kind of similar, right, is where where I would say this falls. I think what's going well is I think they're run blocking fairly well. I think ball security continues to be outstanding. If I'm not mistaken, James Cook, nor Latavius Murray, nor Damian Harris has fumbled the football this year. And I think they do have an identity for how they want to run the football. There's some core principles with some duo stuff, with some tackle wrap, with a lot of gap principles, sprinkling in, sprinkling in some zone stuff. But I think they, they have a, a formula for how they want to run the football, and it's been pretty effective. And so I think that's what's working well. And that's, that's very similar to the things that I said after quarter one. I think where it can be better is still it's, it's winning after contact and forcing missed tackles. You know, the Bills running backs, I think they have some quality, good qualities about them. I think they've been productive. I'm mostly satisfied. But they're not winning after contact, and they're not forcing missed tackles to the degree that other teams are. Those are, those are areas metrically where they're, they're just not very good. And you can think about watching the Bills, and you know there's not a whole lot of that happening. And so I think that can certainly be better. I think some of the red zone rushing can be effective. I know we've all talked about shotgun goal line runs. Nobody wants to see that. Those are not effective. So let's get that tightened up. And I think threading the needle with Josh Allen and his involvement, right? I don't think you want to overdo it, but I think we obviously saw him taking off and running the football more against the Bucs, and that kind of sparked him. It sparked the offense. It was nice to see that sprinkled in. And so I think they still need to find that balance between, all right, hey, Josh, we don't want you to run the ball 100, 125 times this year, but can we get 70 to 80, right, and, and really be smart about it and get – get that going in a responsible way that can help the football team. And so I think that's kind of where um, I'm looking for some improvement. And, and a lot of the stuff that I said there are, is very similar to the quarter one fee- feedback. But I think all in all, it, it, got, a, it got a tick worse. Um, and you had a 29-yard performance in a game that you lost by, what, four points? Um, and that that was disappointing. Obviously, there's a lot of dynamics there with the, the London trip and all that. But um, it's tough to really look at this and say, hey, this is better. Um, so I gave it a B after the first quarter. I'm giving it a C right now. I think it, I think the Bills have an average rushing offense. I don't think it's above average. I don't think it's elite. I think a C, an average grade of a C uh, makes sense to me. 
All right, let's now shift over to the defensive side of the football. And, and a lot of these numbers don't look as good. And I think my biggest concern right now is with the defense. I have no idea what to expect on a weekly basis. That Patriots offense is horrible. Horrible. You gave up 29 points to them. And if, if that's if that's possible, I just don't know what to expect. Like, congratulations, you tightened some things up on a short week at your own stadium against Tampa Bay and another fluttering offense. But I don't know what to expect. And you got Cincy, who looks like they're hot coming up. You got Kansas City. You got Philly. You got Dallas. You got the Chargers. You got Miami again. I have no idea what to expect from this Bills defense. And you're going to see here that it is not trending in the right direction, particularly with pass defense. So let's get into it. The Bills, through quarter one, allowed 13.8 points per game. That's up to 17 now. Uh, They allowed an average of 288 yards per game. That's up to 326 now. Passing defense. Now, keeping in mind, this is the point where you no longer had Trey White. He got injured against Miami. And then in the first game of the second quarter, you lose Matt Milano and Daquan Jones. And you also have two games here. We're talking pass defense that Kyer Elam started, right? So some weird variables. But they're variables that are exist and will continue to exist. Pass defense, yards per game, 170 through Q1, up to 204. So you're giving up another 44 passing yards per game, an increase of 17%. Yards per play, passing plays, 5.4 up to 5.8. Passer rating against, 66.4 up to 85.4. That's a big jump. Touchdown passes, you gave up three in the first quarter. That's up to eight. So you're still not giving up a ton of passing touchdowns. Three in the first quarter, five in the second quarter, total of eight on the season. Interceptions, you had eight through the first quarter. You have eight after the second quarter, so no change there. You're not intercepting the pass. You haven't intercepted a pass in the last four games. Sack percentage, 12.7%, down to 9.9%. 9% is still the best in the NFL. Pressure rate, 32.1%, up to 36.3%, but your blitz percentages also went up, 17.6% blitz rate up to 24.2% through the second quarter. So what's going well here when it comes to the Bills' pass defense? Well, pass rush is still very effective or fairly effective. Uh, I think you've seen more out of Jordan Poyer, obviously. I think Christian Benford has really stepped up and looks like he's at least a serviceable starter. Terrell Bernard continues to be a a quality performer uh, as your middle linebacker in coverage. So that's what's going well. But where it can be better is, look, You're not intercepting the ball anymore. You have zero interceptions in your last four games. You got to finish sacks. I tweeted this out earlier today. The Bills are number one in sack rate, second most sacks in the NFL. They also lead the NFL in missed sacks. They have 20 missed sacks this year, which is a a metric courtesy of Fantasy Points, their data suite, and they track – Miss tackles on quarterbacks, like when you have a chance to sack them, how often does it happen? How often do you miss? 20 times the Bills have missed this year, and they still lead the league in sack percentage and second in overall sacks. Third downs, I think third down, and we'll get into that more here in the next segment, but third downs have been not good for the Bills. I think they're struggling to find the balance between when to send pressure and force the ball up to come out quick and then when to play coverage, right? I think there's been some some real real challenges for Sean McDermott calling the defense with when to really heat it up, heat up these quarterbacks and when to you know play coverage. So there's been some very inconsistent results there. 
So I'm grading the Bills pass defense as a B minus. I gave it an A um, through the first quarter. I'm giving it a B not B minus because it's still statistically pretty sound, but it's not it's not trending in the right direction, and you've got tougher challenges coming. Right? You played Mac Jones, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, of course, Ty- Trevor Lawrence deserves his flowers, and you, Baker Mayfield. Those were the quarterbacks. You couldn't pick any of them off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is not. It's not heading in the right direction, and you've got you got some really good quarterbacks coming up. Even Russell Wilson, like the Broncos, uh, aren't. I don't think they're a great football team, but Russell Wilson's playing a lot better. So you have Burrow and Russell Wilson, and you have um, who else is coming up on the schedule? Well, Zach Wilson again and Jalen Hurts. So you got some got some heavy hitters coming up, and then it's Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Tua. So you better figure out your pass defense here real quick, because trending in 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 uh, in a not great direction isn't a great time for that to be happening. Based on the way that this schedule is going to be really toughening up here the rest of the way. All right, we're going to talk about the run defense, situational stuff, all of that coming up here in just a moment. But score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So look, you can bet on the Bills' money line. If you think they're going to beat the Bengals, the Bills are not the favorites right now against the Bengals. I think it's the first time in 27 games the Bills have not been favored to win a game. If you think the Bills are going to win, you can go take advantage of this I put a $5 bet on the Bills money line. And if that if that happens, you get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's talk about this rushing defense. And look, there's actually been some improvements here when it comes to the Bills and their ability to stop the run. And and you look at that first quarter, you think about some of those big runs they gave up to the Jets, some big runs in the second half against Miami. That certainly hurt them. And um, you didn't see quite as much of that in the second quarter, of course, Jacksonville notwithstanding. So yards per game rushing, 119 up to 122. So you're giving up another three yards per game. but Yards per carry has come down a lot, 6.3 through quarter one, down to 5.1 through quarter two. So you're down 1.2 yards there. That's pretty significant. Still like second worst in the league, but it's getting better. Missed tackles force per attempt, 0.27, down to 0.19. You like that. Yards after contact per attempt, 4.73, which is atrocious, down to 3.59, which is still bad, but it's a lot better. I mean, 3.59 yards after contact on average. That's so bad. That's so bad. Yards before contact, 1.53 down to 1.21. That's a nice little increase there. And your stuff percentage went from 42.5 to 48.7. So really a lot of good here in terms of where it's trending with run defense, although some of these numbers are still not good enough. So what's going well? for the Bills' run defense. Well, you didn't get gashed to the degree that you did in the first quarter, right? We mentioned the Jets game, mentioned the Dolphins game. You've been a lot more consistent with not getting, uh, giving up some huge runs. Now, that that did happen a little bit. Um, you know, the Giants had some nice runs late in that, that game. But against the Patriots and against Tampa, you did pretty good in terms of not getting gashed. Now, where can it be better? I think tackling and consistency. You're still missing too many tackles against the run. 
Um, and I think you're still having some run fit issues looking at you, Jordan Phillips, looking at you, Tim Settle. Those guys are super hit or miss with where they're at when it comes to run defense. And, you know, you missed that Oliver for a game that certainly hurts. Um, but it's trending in the right direction needs to stay there and it needs to like continue to get better because still while it's trending in the right direction, you're still statistically quite poor situational numbers. And and some of this is still very, very good. We'll go through offense. So offense score percentage on drives 57.1 through Q1 down to 44% offensive turnover percentage, 11.9 actually up to 14.3 third down percentage, 51% through Q1 49% quarter two, the Bills are top two in the NFL, number two in the NFL in third down conversion percentage. And they're very good in the red zone. 68.4 red zone touchdown percentage through Q1, 68.8 through Q2. So you actually got a little bit better there. Situational numbers on defense. Defensive score percentage on drives, this has gone up pretty big. 23.8 up to 31%. They're giving up a score 31% of drives. Defensive turnover percentage, this has come down significantly. 26.2 down to 16.7. Well, that's going to happen when you don't intercept any passes. Third down percentage on defense. This is not going in the right direction. 30.8% quarter one up to 40% quarter two. And that comes after what were you? You held Tampa like four of 15 on third downs. So thank God you did that or else it could be even worse. And then defensive red zone Touchdown percentage still pretty strong, 45.5 down to 42.3. So that's actually going in a good direction. So what's going well here for the situational football? Well, a lot of it's still really good, but it's trending in the wrong direction. You're still top two in the NFL in third down conversion uh, percentage on offense and red zone touchdown percentage on offense. But where things are not going in a good direction is third down defense. Uh, Your takeaways, right? (laughs) You had 11 takeaways in the first quarter, 11. How many do you think they had in quarter two? Pick a number in your head. Think of it. 11 in Q, Q1. Q2, how many did they have? Three. Three. Going to need to get some takeaways here if you're going to win these games like you want to the rest of the way. So I give the Bills situational football a, a B, a grade of a B, but I gave it a B plus after first quarter. Concerned about the direction there. I don't know if I remember saying this, but I gave the Bills run defense a C minus, which is actually up from a D uh, in the first quarter. Special teams real quick. Uh, punt return against first quarter. You allowed 22 yards per punt return. That's actually down to 11.1. So a huge jump there. Kick return against 23 through quarter one, 20.2 through quarter two. So you're trending in the right direction there. Touchback percentage, 69% down to 65.2%, so you can see the Bills are getting a little more confidence to allow them to cover kicks again. Field goals made, this is not good. 100%. You didn't miss in quarter one. You missed in quarter two. That's down to 78.6. Tyler Bass has missed three field goals in that stretch. Kick return average, uh, 28, down to 21.6. And punt return average, 10.3, down to nine. So what's going well is kick and punt coverage is a lot better. Your punting has been excellent. Sam Martin's been really good. I think where it can be better is making field goals. Tyler Bass, three misses in that stretch of games. So I give the Bills special teams a B. I also like to do this. Players I'm looking for more out of in the next quarter and players that are on the path to the Pro Bowl. Players I'm looking for more out of uh, moving forward. 
Dalton Kincaid and Khalil Shakir, and I'm not calling them out. I'm just like, hey, what you guys did the last few games, keep that going. I got Trent Shurfield down. Is this guy going to make a play this year? You know, all this hype about how he's such a good dude and Josh Allen trusts him immediately and all these reps that he got with Stefan Diggs not around this offseason. Is that going to turn into him making a play? He's on the field a decent amount, but he's not getting a lot of getting a lot of looks, so I'm putting him down. Von Miller, all right, bud. You've been back now for four games. Game five coming up, harder opponents. You're going to start looking like something like Von Miller? Need that. Tim Settle, have him down. Jordan Phillips, have him down. And Puna Ford, although Puna Ford was a stud last week against the Buccaneers, and hopefully that continues. So Kincaid, Shakir, Shurfield, Von Miller, Tim Settle, Jordan Phillips, Puna Ford. Guys that are on the path to the Pro Bowl, and this is a, a smaller list. So my guys, I think they're on the path to the Pro Bowl right now. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Deion Dawkins having an amazing season, Ed Oliver, and Terrell Bernard. After the first quarter, guys on the Pro Bowl path, I had Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Deion Dawkins, Daquan Jones, poor one out, Ed Oliver, Greg Rousseau, Matt Milano, poor one out, Terrell Bernard, Micah Hyde, and Tyler Bass. So that, that list has come down quite a bit. Uh, peeking ahead at the games in this next quarter, at Cincinnati on Sunday night, home against Denver on Monday night, home against the Jets, and then at Philly before the bye. Of course, you'd like to go 4-0. You better beat the, Den- the the Broncos and the Jets. And can you can you win either at Philly or at Cincy? You're going to need to. You need to go three and one here. Ideally, you, know, you want to win every game, but you better go three and one. You get to two and two here. It's going to be tough, and, and that's possible. I've I had this conversation with my with my brother the other day. I think the Bills probably. Like, if you were to say, hey, which games do you think they're going to win? I think they beat the Broncos, the Jets, and the Patriots in Buffalo. So that's three wins. That gets you to eight. Can you go three and three in the rest of them, which is at Cincy, at Philly, at Kansas City, at Miami, and you have two home games between the Chargers and the Cowboys? Can you go three and three there? That gets you to 11 wins. If you go four and two there, it gets you to 12. You go two and four, you get 10 wins, and I, I don't know if 10 wins is going to get you in. I don't know. I don't know. So that's kind of just my big picture thoughts on what's going to happen here. But I guess the only thing that really matters is going 1-0 and against Cincinnati Bengals. And so that's what we will spend a lot of time the rest of the week talking about. Trade deadline, 4 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. So if anything goes down there, we'll obviously talk about it, and then we'll start to get ready for the Bengals. So plenty coming your way here this week, a big week. Big week, right? The Bengals look real good against the 49ers. And so we'll see what these teams look like the next time they face, which is Sunday night. All right, folks, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this. As always, I kindly ask that you share, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills. And I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.